0: Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you a story. It's a question,
1: it's a statement, it's what can you offer. We have a very special guest for you tonight. You're here for a celebration, you bought your ticket for a celebration, so a celebration is what
0: you're going to get. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It is yet again time to ask that age-old question. What can you offer? My name is John Cross, and I'm sitting in the finest garage in Tahlequah with none other than Alex Royal. Alex Royal.
1: Just got back from a cruise? You did. A
0: Royal cruise. Yep, just came back uh, last night. Those are floating... Floating buffet lines is really, all they are. They, they
1: really are. <laughs> like, okay? So, um, like I was telling you pre-pod, it's like, you're on a cruise, you really like break yourself down. Where yeah. you are like, all right, like, I know yeah. I've been eating like shit these last four days. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's, it, but then again, they do have their options, you know what I mean? Right. But if you're going down there in the redneck line and Fuck, yeah. eating the slop, which I, I avoided for the most part, like, man, it is a walking buffet line. And the ship's always moving, right? So it's like when you're trying to work out, it's like <laughs> it's like working out on a balance beam. So they do have a gym on the ship. They do. It wasn't that great, honestly. Sure, it's like, sure. It's like a hotel gym. Yeah, it's sure. a little bit more. It made it kind of made no sense because like you're on the tip of the ship, so yeah. it's like it's, you can see it's moving. So if you got motion mm. sickness, it'll really fuck you up. Nice. Um, the only free weights they have are the dumbbells, which yeah. kind of makes no sense because if I'm wobbling, I drop a dumbbell on someone's foot. <laughs> their cruise is over. You know. Um, uh. But for being a cruise that was expensive as it was, I was pretty disappointed that yeah, the, yeah. their rope, like on their tr- for the tricep extensions, yeah. it looked like if you touched it you were gonna get the coronavirus. So <laughs> it like uh, dude, it looked like a horse's <laughs> tail. It was done. Uh, anyway, all in all, the cruise was cool. Excited to be back.
0: You're um, back. You're back on the mainland. Yep, I got back. back like Oklahoma. Last night,
1: seen. Uh, Seen you uh, bloody Luke Langley. Had a
0: great, had a great little uh, time at WFC last night. Um, uh, Luke, Luke Langley and myself had a, a little, little face-to-face, a little heart-to-heart, little talk. And uh, real story, um, I took a, a $400 microphone and bashed him in the head with it and split him wide open, and uh, he was bleeding. And we went to the locker room, and uh, my hands are covered in blood, Luke's face is covered in blood, and uh, Tim Rockwell runs up to us and says, God damn it, guys! Is that microphone okay? (laughs) Uh, Legit $400 mic and uh, legit split Luke open. (laughs) uh, Hey, we had a solid pull-apart, though. I really enjoyed it. Here's a little peek behind the scenes. Pull-apart's. As far as indie wrestling goes, for the most part, are usually kind of dog shit. The guys aren't really trying to get at each other. You get really blown up in pull-aparts because you're screaming and, and constantly moving and trying to fight against people. And we kind of instructed the guys like, "Hey, you got to pull us apart. You have to pull us apart because we're going to try to get to each other." And and we did. We got we got to each other. Uh, like in, in the middle of the pull-apart, I saw Ethan Cole had my arm, and I was like, "Ethan, you're about to take a punch." <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Fucking decked Ethan Cole and. Uh there were a couple dive spots in there and, and 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 some some nice stiff shots and like I said a little bit of blood so it was great it was great man but uh anyway now I'm now I'm on the uh, the fast track to uh 2 weeks from now where it's John Luke 2 at WFC this time the sequel to OKX but at WFC this time so yeah, looking that's forward cool. to that. It's pretty cool. HTH on the line. The belt that I never ever lost. This is my first shot at this belt since uh since it was stripped from me in a, like a promo or some bullshit. At WFC years ago, so I remember that I was there. Yeah, I I was was in the ring when you relinquished the belt. Really, I was so annoyed. Oh fuck, I was annoyed. Legit (laughs) annoyed.
1: Well, I mean, for the people, it's it's in the archives, but yeah, for the people that don't know, is HTH was our heavyweight. Yeah, it was the main belt for a while, and and they created a heavyweight. The heavyweight came in. Yeah, and we got the belt donated essentially. Yeah, so we made the switch, and I I won. I won.
0: I had the HTH, and then I won. The heavyweight in the inaugural match for that, and uh, yeah. then instead of you know letting me lose the HTH, which was my idea, I was like, let's just put somebody over for it. Like, like we could put somebody over for it. I'll even do the 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 gimmick that WWE did years ago with uh, Kurt Angle, where it was a triple thread, and he had he had the Euro and the Intercontinental, and the first fall was for the Intercontinental, second fall was for the Euro. I was like, man, what if? what if uh, the first fall is for the HTH and I get pinned or the, or somebody else gets pinned and they win it. And then the second falls for the heavyweight and I win like, so then I'm still, I'm still the winner at the end of the night yeah. as far as like, I'm the last guy that gets a pin, to get my hand raised, but they didn't want to pin me. They the powers that be didn't want me to get my shoulders pinned to the mat. So they just stripped it from me. I was like, ah, whatever though. I mean, I guess it keeps me strong, but I've never really been a guy like that. Like I'm like, I'll keep myself strong, don't worry about it. Like
1: Well, I remember when the belts came in and we were in the ring and you were yeah. just the belt. I don't I, in my mind, at least in my head, yeah. I picture you like dropping on the ground. I don't know if you did. Yeah, yeah I don't uh, I don't think that I did. I don't but know. But it was like but it was almost like, you know, well, which is crazy because like, you held the heavyweight for 388. Yeah. And then you were technically the HTH was a heavyweight for another specific time. So, yeah, really, yeah. your reign yeah. total should have been like over 400. Yeah, days, like, main a 400
0: days is champ for sure. Four, yeah, I mean, yeah. Way more than 400. Yeah, probably. Like,
1: it should have been like almost five. Probably. You were HHH that's, for true. A while. that's true. That's yeah. true. So, I mean, that's, that's a lot of asterisks in there. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so anyway.
0: That's ancient history, though. That is what it is. But, Wrestling Luke. For the championship, not really about the championship, but that'll be a nice cherry on top if I can, you know, even up the odds. Well, I friendly. think
1: I think the match is, is good is great to have, and mm-hmm. it's you know it's the sequel to the match of the year. Yeah, um, Luke's always been great. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, OKX OK one sure. was kind of his coming out for party sure. As what I like to see hundred percent, and it's like because you know I've always known Luke's great. You know Luke's great, yeah, but I think. You know The world I got think, to I think it, a lot of yeah. promoters Shined a You know I don't know if they just Looked at Luke As like a guy that did it all But Because yep. even Luke told me He's like Yeah I've never had A singles title or something And I'm like What the fuck like, Yeah 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 yeah. That makes no sense So For sure You know But it's pretty cool to see You know After that match You guys had yeah. Match of the year Multiple singles championships Now Currently She's yeah. champion So
0: Oh he's the man He's absolutely the man So he had his coming out party Oh uh, Luke
1: is Luke is I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna I hope I'm, he wears his
1: white gear Against you
0: I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I'm I'll, I'll tell people right now They make this so this is going to come out probably tomorrow and like uh so we got 2 weeks until you buy your tickets now by the way, wfc But um hey, uh that match, if you liked our OKX match, get fucking ready because obviously the only thing to do is to turn it up a notch. So, uh strap in, get your fucking front row tickets and come watch John Cross versus Luke Langley because I'm going to guarantee you're not going to see anything else like that in Tulsa for a little while. So, here we go. Let's, that's, my, that's my pitch. Buy your tickets, support, and it's a fucking fight for show. It's a fight for, it's for family, for a kid, so that's what WFC is all about. Finally, we're kind of back to what it's actually about, and it has a ballin' ass lineup with fucking um, us, and then you've got Cartel and Tim Rockwell action, and you've got fucking X-Cal versus Barrett Brown that's is back big, in big, town. Big it's going to be a solid goddamn fucking show, so come watch it.
1: Pretty excited for this next
0: one. Absolutely, man. Hell to the okay. yes.
1: Anyway, so um, you know we're opening here. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. I'm I'm, at, I'm in Tahlequah now because you dog set. Yeah,
0: you're here to pick up your dog. How my, was it? My sleeping buddy. Um, it was great. It uh it uh she got bullied a bit by my dogs, and that that's, uh, <laughs> that's, how, that's how it goes. That's how it yeah, goes. She yeah. she wanted to play, and and they were like, "What the fuck is this all about?" <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "We don't talk to each other." But, uh, um, uh, yeah, yeah, going to bed was always great. She would just fucking lay right down, go to sleep, and then waking up was miserable because she always wanted to get up like an hour before me. And I'm like, God damn you, dog. Quit fucking kicking me. But, uh, no, it was great. She was great. We'll be watching her again in the future, I'm sure, because you're always taking fucking cruises. Speaking of that, I need to book
1: book you out in June. I'm going to the Bahamas.
0: You're always taking (laughs) fucking cruises. I've never taken cruises. Hawaii. Actually, my
1: next cruise will probably be with you guys.
0: Maybe. Because yeah. we're going. I know. Let's, well, let's go. I'd like to go. I'm going to I'm going to the slop line, by the way. I'll be there at the oh, fucking... Okay. I'll be at the waffle bar on that fucking cruise. They don't have a waffle bar. So, oh, it's bullshit.
1: Dude, they have tacos. They got burgers. They got it all. Well, I can, I I can get down burger. with that. Okay, so it's perfect for you because you like to just kind of lay and soak in the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like at the very top of the ship, it's nothing but just laying out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the sun. And then underneath you, you got the gym. So yeah. all you all you have to do is eat. That's all I'd be. Yeah. Do the deal and then go. And there's comedy shows. There's yeah. you know it's all kinds of funny stuff. So we definitely should go. Yeah. You know it's like
0: um, we'll yeah. go. Yeah, we definitely should go for sure. We gotta. Um, so what we're introducing here is uh, the uh, this is gonna be a quick little intro from us, and then at the end of this pod, you're going to hear myself interviewing that young Tommy Dean. You were, uh, you were in the Atlantic Ocean or wherever, so I sat down with Tommy, and we talked about the match yeah. that we just had and whatnot, so that'll be at the end of this interview, but um, speaking to Tommy real quick, let me throw this out there. We need to get these guys on sometime, any combination of them, but last night... At WFC, the main event was uh, the Chase versus London Calling, and I have to say kudos to all four of those guys. Cause I it was good. The match was solid. It was the last team standing match. First time I think that's ever fucking happened, probably anywhere. Both men had to be down for a 10 count for the match to uh, to be over, and um, they fucking went all out, all of them. They, they killed it. Um, I'm very proud of all those guys, especially our boy, Reedsky. Reed really stepped it up. Um, you know he's uh, he's told me that he's been working out pretty regularly, at least trying, and uh, um, and uh, he you could kind of tell in his arms and stuff he looked pretty good and he was moving pretty well out there. So I was proud of him. Of course, you had uh, Tommy Dean, who's over like Rover we just talked about, and I'll talk to later in this. And then Richie's got a great mind for wrestling, and then Dutch Dutch Hagen, man, we need to get him on because Dutch is Dutch is really the man. Dutch is fucking. Dutch is, I know that Goldberg is from Oklahoma, but Dutch is the Oklahoma Goldberg because Dutch has main evented. Every company in like every generation of that building in Tulsa, yeah. <laughs> like no matter what, Dutch has been there and main evented there and put on quality matches, and he's bald. So like that's he just fits the bill. But if Dutch, know, is if he Dutch. has a good T, I quit. Yeah, yeah, No shit. He need. He's got tattoos, but he doesn't have a tribal tattoo, so he doesn't fit that mold. But uh Dutch is the man. I always love watching Dutch wrestle. I tag teamed with Dutch for a long time in the early days of WFC. So. Uh, I'm, I'm totally always happy to see him. But they had a great match, um, had some crazy fucking shit in there. Tommy Dean, speaking of, and you know a lot about this, about about hurting yourself and getting right back on the horse with your Brain Buster shenanigans, but uh, Tommy Dean, who sliced his goddamn head open with a table a few weeks ago, um, did the exact same spot again through a table and did not die this time. Yeah, so, good. so he's right back on that horse. And uh, the chase, spoiler alert, chase won. They had a great celebration. crowd went wild when they won. So I told all those guys after the match that the only thing that I would have changed is the stipulation. Because I personally really dislike last man standing matches. I yeah. don't like them. And the reason I don't like them is there's too much downtime. And yeah. the, I've, ta- I've said it a thousand times. There's something truly magical about the three count and kicking out properly from three counts. And like there was, for instance, there was a spot in that match where Reed hits a ballin' ass powerbomb on Dutch and then Tommy instantly hits a frog splash. And the reaction that it would have got if it would have been one, two, and then Richie breaks up the pin would have been thrilling. But instead we had to sit yeah. there for one, two, three, four, five, always oh, up. You know, like that I, just I sound yeah. like Hank Hill right there. I, I don't like it. I yeah, that's well, yeah. I am like, Bobby. But uh um I don't uh, I don't I don't like the last man standing generally just because of all the downtime. Yeah. But they did very well and when it's it, to watch it. When they got the ten count, crowd went wild. So uh I'm so, excited can't argue it. with that. Now
1: the, the storytelling in me, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it, most fans probably won't get it because the mm-hmm. fan that's in Tulsa now is like a laxed fan compared to the previous product. Sure. But um the storytelling in me. Wanted that to be a tables match. Yeah. For the simple fact is, Tommy and I had a match of the year tables. Match, sure, sure. And Tommy technically should have won the belt yeah. that match because he put me through the table. Yeah. Long story short, he didn't, and he never got the belt. So it's right, like it he right, right. like completely just put me over. Right. One of the main reasons I went to BPW and gave that back to him. Yeah. yeah but yeah. um, you know, and the storytelling in me would have loved to see him win the belts. By putting someone through a table. And the so, finish of
0: the match is <laughs> both members of London Calling and ended up going through the table. Really? So it could have easily oh, yeah. been a tables match. <laughs> I mean, because I mean,
1: imagine that. Imagine the story of like, well, Tommy almost had it in a tables match and got it taken yeah, away. Yeah. Two years later, I he tastes, like, yeah, he I tastes got his first gold in a tables match. Yeah. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm totally with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, totally yeah, with you. True. Hey, there was a. Uh, um, this is a great little story. Again, I'd love, I'd love for those guys to tell it because I don't know that I have all the information because yeah. I heard it in the locker room. But um, so during the match, the table that they needed for the finish of the match got damaged, like the leg got snapped off or something. I don't, I don't, I, I saw something weird happen, but I, I couldn't really tell. So yeah. no, no fan could tell because I couldn't tell. So something weird did happen, and I was just like, oh, that must have been a something. But something happened, and like a leg got broke on a table. So in the middle of the match, Dutch. Hops the barricade, throws the merch in the floor, and drags the merch table to the ring. And they use it. And I thought, oh, that was really cool. And then afterwards, they tell me, oh, no, that was a shoot. That wasn't supposed to happen. We broke our table, so we had to go get another one. And I was like, that was fucking awesome. Because yeah. Dutch, like, grabs the table. Dutch, by the way, is strong as fuck, grabs the table holds it with one arm, and then climbs over the barricade holding it, and then, like, clotheslines Reed as he walks by while he's still carrying the table. Yeah. It was the coolest shit ever, and apparently nice. it was total total on the fly. So
1: Dutch would be in the heavyweight title picture right now if he wrestled more than openers.
0: If, yeah, 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 yeah. If Dutch had the ability to be there full-time, because he, he usually does the early matches and stuff that gets out of there. He's got a family to take care of and stuff. Dutch would be... One of the fucking men, for sure, because he's he's always he's very committed and he always helps out the locker room and he's a locker room leader and he fucking like totally, totally deserves it. Really it. But he just doesn't have the he doesn't have the full time capability to to do it. But uh,
1: and you know what would be another cool storytelling thing? And I know I'm like, you know, I'm pointing out a lot of things that people probably have zero clue even have. Yeah, you know. But Dutch was STF's first match. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? so yeah. like and for Dutch and Richie to go on and you know yeah. break the long time record that we held, it's like, sure. I don't know when or where that match could or would happen, right? But, right? Right? You know, it'd be a fun match.
0: OKX okay, three. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm all I'm all tagged out. Okay, exactly. uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. After the last shenanigans, but anyway, man. Well, you got anything? What What else are we doing now? We, we've got an intro here. Uh, we got anything else to talk about before we roll out? I, mean, I, I have no clue what Tommy's about to talk about. Well, let me tell. You,
1: let me, give, let me give Tommy some uh, some props real quick. Okay. So, um, first of all, and this is going to sound super conceited. Yeah. I take a lot, a lot of credit <laughs> yeah. for helping Tommy get out of, you know, sure. the, the, the Bristow ring and sure. into the limelight when it wasn't cool to be a Tommy Dean. Yeah, yeah. Fan, you know, I know Riker kind of feels the same way because Riker and I both used to talk on the phone, and we would talk about Tommy, and be like, "Man, like he has such potential." Yeah, yeah. If we could just bring that out of him, and then I know you've seen that yeah. after we worked together. So I think I'm a little close to the situation because I look at Tommy and I think, like, "Man, like this is the guy that yeah. you know I wanted to see." You know, whenever we started bringing him up. Yeah. And then to hear, which I haven't heard the pod, but to hear yeah, him yeah, yeah. say the same thing, kind of about Reed, like through you. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Just like he wants to bring Reed up. Is great. Yeah. I think Tommy is probably top three or four most over yeah. in Tulsa. Yeah, yeah. For the simple fact is he's the guy at two companies. So it's for like sure, he's, you know, in a prominent tag team that's now champion for sure. one, he's been the champion and has the hearts of the people in BPW. Absolutely. I think that sets Tommy up as a mainstay kind of, you know, he's H-H- he's a star, grow oh, yeah. into the I don't know. That's what I see. Potential, so potential for just about anything. Basically, yeah. what I'm getting at is, it's cool to see Tommy kind of transition from the guy to when we're yeah. working. I have to like mm-hmm. tell him like, no, let's do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And to see him now, he puts together his own shit. Oh and yeah, obviously it works. Oh yeah, because you know he did it. He's done it with you. Yep. He did it with with Luke. With Luke, yeah. obviously, and he's having his own list of you know favorite favorite matches. Mm-hmm. So, props to Tommy. I'm excited. I'm glad to see his growth. And, you know, I think he's moved in the, you know, I think there's, which i talked to you off, off camera, but I think you have like five or six marquee guys mm-hmm. in Tulsa, which it's indie wrestling. So take it for what it's worth. Sure, like, sure. It's yeah. not like we're selling oh, yeah. like thousands of times. Oh, but course. what I'm saying is there's guys that when you look on a card and you see their name, you think, okay, well, that yeah. will deliver. Yeah. And yeah. that will deliver. And I think Tommy's in that realm. Here. He is. I think it's like, yeah. I think there's five or six and I think Tommy's one of those guys to where... You know, if I was booking OKX with JD and we were like, okay, Tommy versus blank, yeah. we know that match will be yeah, At least so you know that will be good. I think yeah. that's a really good prop for Tommy. And, um, you know, obviously Tommy wrestles a lot more than Reed, so maybe yeah. Reed can take some stuff from Tommy. Sure. Um, so, you know, I hope, that, I hope this brings them up. And, you know, I hope it's not the last we see of London calling. So props to Tommy. I'm looking forward to listening to the pod and uh, go from there, I guess. But it looks like you got the wheel on this one.
0: All right, man. Well... That's it. That's been our part. Enjoy the interview with the young Thomas Dean. Um, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit right now that I didn't have the heart in me to ask him the real hard-hitting question, which was how does he feel about the smell of his dad's rotting foot? But... I didn't have the heart to ask him that, but uh, I, I did ask him some other great questions. Just look so. at
1: him as Tommy Dean on this pod <laughs> that you know and love now, and not the guy that I met, which was Christopher Dean, oh, fuck. wrestling in women's leggings that went down to his calf. Chunky. And, sh- and shooter shoes. Long hair. And STF goes to wrestle with him, and I'm like, alright, what are we going to do? And he can't stop smiling, and I look over at his brother in the corner, all dark and you know monotonous, and he goes, groom told me to hit a cannonball. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, really, I really, I really needed. it.
1: Anyway. I really it. came a, came a long way since uh, yoga pant Tommy Dean, so exi- excited for this one right here. <laughs> that's <laughs> brutal by the way talking about his dad's <laughs> That's
0: bad. I don't give a fuck. Fuck everybody. If you don't like that, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> it's like fish stick. Uh, 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 um. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is John Cross, and it is yet again time to ask that age-old question what can you offer that's right guys and gals alex is not here again this week oh woe is me we're, we're very we're very unprofessionally recording too in my car so if you hear an air conditioner suck it i don't care but with me today joining me today is none other than that young tommy dean that's right tommy how are you i'm fantastic man fantastic so this is so you're just telling me this is uh, this is more or less your first official podcast. You were on an earlier episode of What Can You Offer, but basically just because you were kind of in the background and Alex was like, I really need somebody to drink this fucking hot demon water. And uh, he called you over to do it. Pretty much. I'm always just around when he needs somebody to do anything. <laughs> if it's not Haskell,
2: it might as well be me. So.
0: Exactly. Yeah, he's gotten bored with Haskell. Haskell. Haskell has gotten to the point to where he's just like, uh, you wanna, you wanna, pop me in the ass with a with a, a towel? Yeah, go ahead. Just sure. do it. Just do it. So he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't resist at all. <laughs> so Josh has gotten bored with it's him. No fun. So so you're on deck for that one. But uh, we're here today. What brings us here? So you're in my town. We're in Tahlequah. I know. We're in. And I'm sorry, fuel. I called it my town. This is town, by the way. I just live here. So we're in Tahlequah, and uh, there is a BPW show here tonight. There
2: is at Marcoma.
0: There is. I got, I'm, I'm going to stay neutral on that. Very uh, neutral, very okay. neutral. You're Switzerland. Pretty much. So, so tonight, we're here at Marcoma. This is, for all intents and purposes, the home of UWE. And um, because of some whatever's like Brandon Groom, the owner-operator of BPW, decided to have a show here, I don't necessarily have a huge issue with it. That, that, that's a debatable thing. It's not that I love it, and I'm not working the show, okay? So, like, I'm not in on that. But I'm here. I'm here to speak to Tommy Dean. I'm here to uh, to check out a seminar that they're going to have. I'm interested in that as well. So, you know, I'm all about a good time and hanging out with the boys for a little bit. So be that as it may, there is a BPW show. It's a Friday night show. And um, uh, the the show will be over and done when this podcast comes out. So we can talk all about it that yeah. we want. But, like, <laughs> essentially, I think... That that Groom tried to get some some advertisement for the for the local students uh to get some, you know, maybe some free tickets or something yesterday. <laughs> the day before the, the day show. Before the show. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how the draw yeah, is yeah. gonna be. I hey, I hope it's a packed house. Good more wrestling is a good thing to me. That get the, get the town buzzing, get everything growing, and, and and everybody loving wrestling, that's awesome for everybody. Um I don't know how well promoting the day before the show is gonna go on a Friday night, but hey. We'll see. It could we'll be see. packed. could be packed house. He's well, been coming down here a few days. I think yeah. he's gone to like the Walmart's yeah, yeah. and the local places. Good.
2: I, I hope so. I spoke to him the other night. He just didn't seem very confident. Uh, so,
0: well, I don't know what it is. You'll get one of those locker room speeches that's like, now guys, uh, I don't know what the draw is going to be. That's not a groom-centric thing. That's uh, that's every Booker book or every, yeah. <laughs> That's everybody. every Booker ever. It's just like, I don't know how the draw is going to be, What's guys, it? but we're going to go out there and we're going to wrestle the same for 10 people that we would for, for 10,000 people, yeah. right? Am I right? Yeah. Like shut the fuck We're make up. We've it heard this special for those twelve. We've heard this fucking conversation. 12, uh, foils. Um, hey, that's all right. MVP wrestled in front of like four people for uh, world class, and and he was <laughs> super happy about it. Oh yeah. Anyway, what what are you doing tonight? You know what you're doing? Rest, uh, wrestling wise? I think I think I'm working old uh, old. What can you offer? a Favorite Jerry Storm. Oh god damn. Think- Jerry Storm, huh? That's right. Yes. Uh, I am. I'm super excited. I really needed that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Checked on him
2: five minutes ago. He's already had his nap and his second lunch <laughs> in. So all the tired and hungry should be out of the way by the time bell time hits.
0: God damn. Well, I can't wait. I I, I might have to stick around to see that. That'd I doubt it, but I might. let <laughs> will see. Yeah. So, a, motiv- a motivated
2: yeah. Jerry Storms. Yeah, yeah. Really for sure. Good, you so.
0: know, I haven't seen him in forever. Uh, it's been a long I mean, ass nobody's time. Nobody's seen him in What's forever. What's he been doing? Uh, a whole lot of probably just. Just nothing? Not wrestling much, anywhere? Pretty
2: much. Not really. Uh-huh. I uh, had some license issues so
0: right struggling for that but that's that's it goes around it me. goes around sometimes for sure yeah well i guess uh, right off the bat the most the most uh, the thing that's at the forefront of my mind is uh, the fact that we wrestled last week. We did. We did six days ago. I'm I, I'm happy now because I've already beaten you, so you're not a threat to me anymore. Oh, I'm man. super happy, oh, <laughs> which is well, why I invited you on the podcast. I'll work you into a to, one. To, <laughs> Yeah, you, you worked me into the first one, so you you very well could. But um, so essentially, here's kind of how all that went down, like, or, or, or from my perspective at least. So so I had, be, you know, WFC and BPW are running like back-to-back weekends. Every single weekend, there's a show in Tulsa because they have the Wrestle Center now. They got to pay the bills. They got it. They might as well use it. That's great. Wonderful. I, even on my limited, uh, you know, um, Undertaker schedule, told Tim, that uh, the owner of WFC, that I would be available for every show leading up to my match with Luke Langley. I, I was like, I want to build the match, I will be there, you know. I'm not wrestling, but I'll be there to do whatever I need to do promo-wise, fight-wise. You know, we'll set up some contract signings or we'll do some fucking whatevers. I'll do all that shit. And essentially what it came down to was um, I didn't realize that Luke wasn't at all these shows himself. Uh, I mean, of course not. He's got things to do. But, like, there were a couple there where I was like, holy shit, what the fuck am I going to do if Luke's not there? And, like, there was one. So at one show I wrestle a macho. Yeah, And at one, which was, ugh. and then at <laughs> one show I cut a promo that was fun, but like the it had a, to me had a very lackluster ending. So we, we tossed in a beat up a security guard spot and like, I didn't even want to do the finish. You know, I didn't want to do my finish like a hundred percent because it was a guy that had barely taken any bumps in his life other than like in training. So I was like, I'm not hitting him with something super that he can mess up. I'm just going to do normal, whatever. So, you know, it was very lackluster to me. And I was like, "Fuck!" Here comes another show that Luke is not on. So what am I going to do? Cut another fucking promo, or get in another fucking like shitty like whatever beatdown or something? And you reached out to me and you said, "Hey, are you going to be at the WFC BPW uh, companies collide joint show or whatever?" And uh, I was. And at the time, I think I was actually still under the impression that Luke was going to be there, and then I found out he wasn't. Yeah, and um, you asked about working me. And I think I stared at that message for a while and I, I kind of just went about my business because fucking everybody sends me that message every once in a yeah, while. Yeah, I, I realized you read the message <laughs> and I, was
2: like, I went to bed and was like, all right, he still read it and not responded. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. probably enough. So I went to bed and got the reply. Well,
0: I, I thought, I, I, I sat there and I thought, and I was like, you know what? You know what would be better than me wrestling, uh, you know, I don't know, a, a Molo next week or, if, or me cutting another promo? Or whatever I was like it would be better for me to just have a competitive match like a fun good match and and like send a message to Luke that way hit his finish whatever like and just do that and so I, my message to you was essentially like hey man if you can pull the strings to get that booked I'll be there for you so um, you went about your business you did whatever you cut a promo um, so, so there was a, a WFC or a BPW show or something, and we were both there. And you said you're going to cut a promo out back about me and post it or whatever. And I, I've, I told you last week, and I'll tell you right now on the podcast, I 100 was was like go for it. Never thought the match was going to happen. I was like, this match is not happening though, because and not because of me or you, but because I didn't think the bookers were going to allow it. I, I, I really didn't, because you're a champion of BPW, and he's very protective of keeping his guys strong. And, you know, you were probably going to have to put me over at WFC. So, like, Groom didn't much care for it. Tim was kind of like, ah, if Groom's not cool, then I, I don't think we should even bother. Because he didn't, didn't want to ruffle any feathers. Don't blame him. And um we even... So, let's talk about everything. So, that night, um the night that I beat up the security guard. Um, yeah. Me and... You had cut the promo that night in the back. Like, I put it online. And um we had... uh we had discussed what would be the best ending for my promo. The best ending for my promo, because the whole gimmick was John Cross was looking for Luke Langley. I had said, I'd cause Luke had hit me with his finisher on the on the previous show, and I had said, let me, or he had hit me with the super kick. And I I had I said, like, I was pissed, and I'm fucking gonna knock your ass out on whatever the whatever. You know, look look, you know, look over your shoulder. I'll be there and I went looking for him I beat up, you know, fucking uh camera guy in the back and then I roughed up another guy and and I was shit talking and all that shit and um uh the what I thought and you as well thought like what would be the best angle for my promo that was going to end in a fucking Luke Langley video which I was like man that's very lackluster the the idea was Tommy comes out and says, "Hey John, I don't care about your little I don't care about, you know, you and Luke." You can't be an asshole beating people up in the locker room. So why don't you fucking fight me right now? And then I was gonna cheap shot you. You were gonna bump me, make me powder. I hit. I, I exit. Boom. We set up a match right there. Like we set up a match. That's a great way to end that 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 promo. It's a great way to set up a little match inside my feud with Luke. And um, we fucking tried all night to get that book. Yeah. You, you you know we had talked to Tim and he was kind of like ah. You know, I don't know what Groom thinks. Groom had went off to Kansas, and so yeah. I was messaging Groom during the show, waiting for a response, and uh, got nothing. But uh, what, what did you well, – I mean, what do you think? That's, that's basically where we're at, right? Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much where we're like, at. Yeah.
2: That was going to be, like, the
0: only chance we had to, yeah, to, to set do up. anything
2: in front of a live crowd yes. to set up the match because the next week you, you were wrestling Sam, Sam in the main event.
0: Right, and um, BPW, They already yep. had
2: a spot planned after the match. Yep. We couldn't do anything in front of a live crowd, yep. so that was going to be our one chance. The was. entire time. I'm sitting, like, right by the curtain. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're ready to I'm go. I'm fucking with Tim, like, every five minutes, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. I'm kicking this guy's ass, right? Like, I'm going out there, right? And I'm I'm just sitting there, right? I'm trying to tease him. And yeah, force yeah, him yeah. And everything.
0: That's why I got the promo, because... And Tim, Tim's very yeah. much just like, I know you fucking want to wrestle John! Like yeah, he's yeah, yeah. <laughs> As Tim Tim's does. Tim's being Tim. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. So, that's why I did the whole
2: promo, too. I wanted to just force somebody's You're hand. You're trying to force yeah. their
0: hand, which I appreciate. but And you did, more or less. But I... I so I go out there, I do the promo, I beat up a security guard. I didn't, I didn't much care for it because to me, I'm trying to be the heel, and that's a very like stone cold thing to do—is like beat up security or cops or whatever. And to me, it just kind of fell flat. And yeah. so then, of course, like the very next day, I get a message back from Groom, and I think we talked about it a little bit. I, I talked about it a little bit on the last podcast where it, it was just like a a huge wall of text where he wanted he or I, I said, "Hey, I really want to wrestle Tommy," and he said he said something along the lines of like, like, Oh, that's really cool, man. But you know what, how would you feel about like a six man match with, (laughs) with you and Alex Royal and Tommy and Derek and me. And then, yeah. And he He was given, yeah, nasty. And he was giving me the very, like the, the booker talk where it's like, and you know what, man, we'll make John cross. Look, look, uh, we'll put him over big in that match. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck about none of that. I just want to wrestle you a Tommy. Big win. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I just want to wrestle Tommy, and he he messaged me back with just like, brother, if one on one with Tommy's what you want, then that's then consider it booked. And I was like, boom, I'll take that. I sent you a message. I said, hey, it's on. Let's do it. Um, Thank God he didn't yeah. like
2: push for the DQ. He either.
0: yes. So I'll, I've got I got a couple stories about that as well that yes. we'll get to. But so the match is on. Um, you cut a couple more promos. Uh, well, at first, we did up. the yeah. beatdown. We did the yes, the yes, outside, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So I'm out. So, so I have the match with Sam. I talked about it already. I love my match with Sam. I thought it went off really well. It was great. So I'm. I, we did the beatdown to kind of set it up, where I'm backstage cooling off after my match. You, you kind of come up from behind. You fucking sucker punch me. You get right over me. You talk shit. You know, that's a very heel thing to do, but. I'm a I am like it because I'm I'm such a dickhead and I forced your hand so much and you're so upset. It made perfect sense to me and the fans bought it so it was great. Yeah. And um um you know, you don't see me my character in that kind of vulnerable position very often so I like that as well, something different, something new. And um so we got that out there. Um what was next? So next uh next yeah, you you sent the promo so, yeah, you did your promo next, yeah. So I did my promo in my house. I just I just did one off the top of my head and I really like I've lately, I've been really trying to play with like, just like doing just kind of stupid things, like, like drawing out my sentences, like, like saying like, you know, Tommy, let me, and then just stopping for an awkward amount of time. Tell you a story like just, just weird, just little, I'm trying to add just little nuances and stuff in there, just out of the shit of it to make promos less boring or whatnot. But I put that out there. It was totally fine. uh Worked great. And then you put out another one.
2: I did. I and, wasn't super proud of it. And but. it was okay. It was, it okay.
0: was totally okay. It was fine, and um, we got closer to the match, and we did a couple, you know, we made some posts and stuff, shared it, happy, got some some pictures, you know, they put some pictures out for us where it was going to be BPW's Tommy Dean versus WFC's John Cross, you know, companies collide, and um, uh, did you put out another promo before the one you put out the day of? No, I no, I, so sweated, the day I did the of, promo yeah. in from
2: my chair and then we got to the yeah. show and then So the day I got there, it was yeah. The day
0: of I'm driving to I'm riding to the venue with uh the Royal Brothers and um they start playing your promo over the bluetooth. I'm sitting in the back seat, so I don't I didn't see it, but I heard it and I was like I was like, oh, I missed this one. I didn't realize he cut this one. And uh, Zach was like, he just put this out, like, just a while ago. And I was like, oh, really? So this is new. And that was one of your better promos, I thought. Oh, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Um, tied everything up nicely. Got yourself over greatly. And, and you put me over in it as well. It was great. It's perfectly told uh, story in that promo. And I really enjoyed it. So And short and to the point. And um, so, I mean, day of, you know, we get there. Uh, We talk about the match and whatnot, do all the usual wrestler bullshit. And um, anything particularly you remember about the day of that was special? Not the actual match, but, like, just earlier in the day. Not really. Like, it just felt like another day. Felt like Like, another day, I I
2: remember, like, as soon as Groom got there, like, I was trying to, like, hide in every corner. (laughs) I love Groom to death, but, like, it can be stressful sometimes. But thank God he was, like, two hours late. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, Groom is great, and I love him. And I talked about this before already as well, but Groom is very... He, he, so he cares about his product. I really think he does care about his product, but I think he gets a little too obsessive sometimes. He tries to be a little too WWE sometimes he wants, you know, he wants producers on matches and he wants to, he wants to write out finishes and he wants to do this and that and all of that stuff. And that kind of takes away like the learning experience at this level of performing, like exactly. that, that really does. And I, I, like at the end of the day, if we're not getting enough money to pay our bills from this stuff, then what we are getting is the, the, um, of the, devil. the canvas to write our artwork. Like, like, so you got to let us artists do it. And it takes something away from it if you try to write it for us. Then then it's just, I don't know, then it, it's, it's totally different. So we were a bit worried. And so Tim comes up to me <clears throat> that day. And Tim says, Tim tells me the story of Groom... Trying to pitch to him a a referee stoppage type deal and uh, to make to keep you looking strong I, ish because you're the champ and uh, to so I don't have to eat another loss so close to like uh, my match with Luke or whatever so which in reality wasn't like the worst idea not either. the worst like. idea it's it's a very unsatisfying way to end a match but it doesn't kill a match to me I don't mind that and I I knew that that was a possibility i went in knowing that that was going to be a possibility i even i even like i think me and groom talked about it briefly in our messages where i was like if that's what it comes down to that's what we'll do but i think the reason i really tried to pivot away from it the day of was because i wanted luke to be like to get involved at the very end if we were going to do that finish and he wasn't there i didn't realize he wasn't going to be there so i was like ah, i don't want to do that now it falls kind of flat so we, like you said, you're, you're avoiding groom, but he was late and whatnot. And Tim said that he had, he had talked to groom and that they had got it figured out and they were totally fine. So I was like, Oh, cool. Great. And then groom gets there and, you know, shook his hand. Great. Had a good whatever. And, uh, you know, a little while later and, you know, you got there super early. I got there a little after you, but I was still there super early. And uh, I just felt like I was there all day. And, and like groom kind of blindsides me out of nowhere. And he, he comes up to me and he's like, Hey man, I just want to talk to you, uh, about your match with Tommy and, and whatnot. And I don't know why I'm like this. I don't know why I'm like this. But I don't like just right out telling my exact finish to people. I just don't like it. I don't like telling people, um, even the Booker. Now, they have, they they surely have a right to know, I guess. But if they, and if they really press, I'll tell them. But, like, yeah. I don't like giving away all my shit. And I don't know if that's just part of me wanting – to work the boys, or, or to have them watch it and enjoy it without being spoiled, or, or I, I don't want to be critiqued. Either. That's that's really it because, I know that if I throw my idea out there, someone will have a counter idea, or they'll have a way that they think will make it better. And they, even if they're right, it sort of annoys me because I'm like, ah, you know, I've got this, we've got this planned, we we're ready, we're both me and my opponent are happy with this. Like, I don't want to try to change it right now. So
2: exactly. And then, like, making mistakes yeah. is part of, like, what makes you better sometimes. Absolutely. So, like, that's why, like, when Luke's at a show, like, he watches every match. Yes. But he doesn't yeah. ask a single thing beforehand. Right. So he'll always tell me afterwards. Right. I from
0: him. And I love it. I absolutely love him for that. And But Groom comes to me, and he starts asking me about our match. And um, I just said, I said, hey, man, um, you know, uh, essentially, we've got me uh, kind of going over dirty and beating Tommy and I promise uh that I'll make him look like a million bucks and then I stuck my I balled my fist up and I stuck it up like to fist bump like I just I just did it I just did it like I just put it up immediately I just talked and I did it and I remember he had a water bottle in one hand and he had like keys and like a I don't know a notepad or something in the other hand (laughs) and he starts like going like uh uh and like fumbling with everything and then uh and he very like kind of begrudgingly fist bumps me and goes you know what i I trust you brother i trust you and he walks off and i was like oh man i'm I'm like thank god (laughs) thank god that i I didn't let that go any further because i know what he was angling for and i was like ah but um anyway fuck all that we get down to it man we're semi-main um decent crowd totally decent crowd was out there um they were pretty awake for us and whatnot and uh, we had a great plan, I thought. I thought the energy was awesome right from the beginning, uh, from the entrances and everything. We were ready to go. So, I mean, any thoughts about the match? Anything you want to say specifically? I, th- I thought we had a pretty stellar match. Oh, yeah.
2: Like, it is, it's one of my favorites. Like, yeah. top top three for me. Really? Like, Good. You, Luke, and Alex, like, my top three like, awesome. I've ever had. So, like, I really don't have any complaints about it. Awesome. Like, only, like, I think, like, the only... Just a couple of hesitations on my part is the only thing I can remember specifically off my head that I didn't like, but yeah, like, yeah, I, like, I just loved the match. So
0: watching the match back, have you watched it with like commentary and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, me too for sure. And uh, props to like Scott Clayton for getting that shit so fast. Yeah, I don't know how like, he does that shit so to be fast. Two like thirty in the morning. It's crazy yeah. how fast he gets that shit done. But anyway, he had it all edited with two camera angles and the commentary. But um, yeah, man, I watched the match back. Um, yeah, there were very few things that, that I didn't like, uh, you know, like I, th- I thought we could have tightened some stuff up as far as like, I thought we circled a lot at the beginning, but we, you know, we were shit talking and, and some fans told me that they enjoyed the fact that they could follow our story very well, which I liked to hear that. So, um, I think, uh, that, you could tighten the match up by taking out like some of the circling and a lot of the shit talking and whatnot but it would have made it less enjoyable for the live crowd maybe better as a package on of tape but it would have been less enjoy enjoy I don't, yeah. fuck i don't even have the word for it for the fucking live crowd it was a very fun live match i think for yeah, sure it was yeah i mean, I mean we went to the front row and and chopped and you you hit me with chops and all that shit and there's been a few times over my uh quote unquote career as a wrestler that i've i've asked for you know the chops, like for people to give me the the a lot of chops, and uh, I don't know why I do it because it's so fucking hard for me to take those chops. They hurt so goddamn bad. I hate getting chopped. I fucking hate it. But and you've got some damn good chops, so we had to put them in there because every time I watch your matches, people pop like crazy because it makes a great noise. And I was like, well, got to get those in there. Got to get a bunch in there. Got to get in the front row and do it. You know. So, yeah. so we did that. Um, we had some cool stuff. I mean, for the most part, we planned out. A pretty, a pretty easy to follow solid match with some cool shit in it. I don't remember there being any specific, like, like, like fuck up or anything. Um, we put one thing in there that I pitched to you, um, that, you know, one super high spot, which was the springboard, uh, super that I, I, I just had in my mind that I've been wanting to do. I've been wanting to have, I've even thought about doing it myself as a babyface, And I was like, man, one way for me to get out of doing that is to be the heel and let a babyface do it to me. I'll at least still get it in one of my matches. And so I asked you, I pitched you on messenger if, if you could do it and you said it was something you'd always wanted to do. You just never had done or felt totally confident to do. So we got there day of, and I had ideas in the back of my mind. I just figured we'd, we'd pivot to a, a, the the standard run if we needed to, but you practiced a few times and looked solid. looked great. We got up there and practiced. We didn't do the actual flip, but, um, we had you jumping in to the top rope with me sitting there and it worked. And, um, That was really the only part of the match that we could have fucked up that would have left a little black eye on it. And you pulled it off. So, I mean, yeah, you hesitated a little bit on the jump. Who gives a – I can't tell on camera. It doesn't look like a hesitation to me. So, taking the time to be sure that your spot is safe – is is absolutely what you need to do so and then after we did we're like yeah we could have made that like so much
2: better like oh yeah i could have stood up i could have like both hands in in the future
0: you know that's another move in your arsenal that you can do if we ever have another match that's something we can revisit but um i'm glad we got it in i thought it was was very well received uh the not being able to get the cover after was great and then we went right into the finish so um yeah man uh you uh i i worked your neck and uh you uh you that was this was your first singles match since your injury, and um we uh we we definitely opened it up just a bit. you had some thin skin, unhealed skin just i think a bit, yeah. at the very right underneath your ear, and uh popped that sucker loose a little bit, got a little blood flow yeah. and uh i don't know i i i i I think that we're stupid as wrestlers, but I think we were both a little proud of that <laughs> like, oh, yeah. we were both a little proud you more oh, stupid yeah. than me <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Usually, but it yeah. was a it was a good moment in that. We had this this hard hitting ass match, and I said I was going to open your fucking neck up, and I did open your fucking neck up and then you know the i love um I love the style of matches i don't know if you want to call it Japanese or whatnot where where you're 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 young and and like you're you're really testing yourself against like a huge obstacle so you're just like give me your best fucking shot like and you literally said give me your best shot that literally happened in the match but i love those styles of matches you know i did it at okx with luke uh, where where i I looked at him in the face and and i said don't stop now you know uh and all that shit like like just bring it like just give me your best shot let me see if i can survive it and then i'll go on from there and uh I, i like those styles of finishes so we did that um and oh, uh, the whole thought behind that was going back to the alex match which yeah you were ringside for yep, yep.
2: and like he wanted to just hit the brain buster put mm-hmm. me on the table climb up drop the elbow go up to the table right right like, right and then i w- i wanted to do the whole climb off grab the foot <laughs> yeah pretty much like you know what uh, i might not be able to do anything but i can sure take more yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. so i wanted to bring that into here because that, that was, was like the first time
0: we like truly interacted too absolutely you. yeah you hit me with like a frog splash in that match and shit yeah. and i was that was a uh, that was that was fun. Me and Alex talked about the fact that like um, he had uh, he had a stellar match with you, and now a couple years later, I've had a stellar match with you, and he did the same thing with Sam, and I did the same thing recently. But um, um it's cool, man. It's cool that that I got to manage Alex while he wrestled you, and then I got to wrestle you myself uh, a year and a half or two years later or whatever that was. So very interesting, very cool. Um, I don't know. Man, anything else to say about the match? I mean, like you said, top three. Uh, I, I t- it's definitely. I mean, top three for me as far as my return is gone. Easily, I haven't had that many matches, but like that—that—that that, yeah, yeah. that sits right up there, um, underneath you know the match with Luke and and I'd say the match with with uh, Sam or Josh. I don't know. I'd have to really sit there and think about them. But uh, um, anyway, man, that was fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, what's the uh, what else we got going on? What's the future hold? What's Tommy Dean up for right now? What What, what, what are you thinking?
2: Um, I'm put. I'm pushing to start traveling more. Okay. Uh, after after May or March. Yeah. One, one like one of those areas. Yeah. I want to start cutting my Tulsa dates down a little bit. Right. Not by much. Like, still work for every company, but, like... Sure. Maybe, like, one show a month. And right. And I want to start going down to Texas with uh with guys like Wes and... Absolutely. Because I've gone down there with them a few times. And yeah. like, I've seen what I can do, and I've seen what everybody else down there can do, and I, I feel like I'm good enough to be able to compete with those guys. So...
0: Absolutely. I, I agree. You're good enough to go down there. You know, you could hang with Wes or Dimitri and... You know, I know. I know they hang with all the other guys that are down there, so you can easily fit right into that yeah. mold. So, hell yeah, man! Um, you've got a, you've got a big uh, main event match tomorrow. Tomorrow at night. WFC. Me. I keep forgetting because all this shit's like back to back. But tomorrow, you, the Chase Tag, you and Reed the Chase are facing the uh, London Tea Party in a tables match main event. Well, it's it's not a tip. We just. It's not. It's the last team standing. Oh okay. Like, okay. Both
2: teams have tables. Oh, I got but, yeah. you.
0: I've just seen y'all's promos with tables, and I thought yeah, that's very interesting. You know, I have gone on record to say that I'm not that one of my least favorite styles of matches is last man standing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I will admit that I'm intrigued by uh, what I can. Uh, I mean, ascertain is the first ever like tag team last man standing match. So yeah, I mean that I know of at least. So I'm interested, and I think I trust you guys we'll uh we'll do some cool shit. My problem with last man standing matches is the ten count. I yeah. don't like it. I think it takes too fucking long. I'm with
2: you on that, and like for a little bit, like I was against this
0: whole match, but yeah. you know.
2: Um, other people wanted it, yeah. and I'm down for it. And hey, I've um, I've
0: been there. I've I've had them. I've 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 had it pitched to me, and I've been like no, and then I've been shot down and and forced into them. So, so yeah.
2: my goal, my goal for the match is to not just let there be a bunch of ten counts, yes, but to make the like the ones that we have matter. Yes, make people invest. Well, in them. good. That's
0: exactly yeah. the right mentality. I I hate it when I see a last man standing match, and within the first you know, like, five minutes, there. there's a 10-count or something. I'm like, this is supposed to be, you know, potentially yeah. a blow-off and a huge, huge, like, feud-style match. Because this is like, three-count ain't enough. Like, yeah. we need a fucking 10-count. We're going to beat them until they cannot stand anymore. So you don't hit a DDT in the first five minutes and then, like, look at the ref and go, count him, count him. Fuck that. You know he's going to kick out of a pin. Why would you do the 10-count there? Yeah. Your, your, your whole goal, any side of the team, should be to inflict as much damage as possible to where they can't stand anymore. So, so yeah, as long as you go in with that mindset and, yeah, to not have a bunch of fucking ten counts and to also, this is what I did in my last man standing match, instruct the referee that he could count a little faster since he's got to count to fucking ten, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it like, uh, that, that really makes a goddamn difference. But uh, um, I, I have full faith. I'm looking very much forward to that match. I will be watching. Um, I, I've been looking forward to it all week. So can't wait to see you guys do your thing. Yeah, so. I'm
2: very excited for it. Hope and your like, tag team
0: partner's on his game.
2: I'm hope, yeah, I'm hoping so too. Like, some 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 people when they look at us as a tag team, some people are for it, some people question it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But like my goal in this is to kind of like help him, like, yeah. Reed, like because Reed has a lot of potential. We have worked a lot of singles matches. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I know he's a lot better than what he probably thinks he is. Right. So I want to bring him, and I want to.
0: Well, sh- I I agree, yeah. and that's very admirable because admirable of you because I think I think you potentially could and should be the next big breakout baby face of WFC. And, um, but like sticking to, you know, what you're in and wanting to make a success out of where you're at right now with Reed and a tag team or whatnot, that's great. And, and help yeah. elevate him a little bit. Like that's fantastic. Like yeah. I, I'm, I can't, I can't shame that at all. Yeah. And so.
2: right now, like, Wins and losses don't really matter to me as long as the story's good. And, right. You know, we got a really good story going. There you so go. That's what I'm into.
0: Well, good, man. And you're in there with uh, Richie and Dutch, uh, two guys that I'm, I'm a big fan of, especially Dutch. Dutch and I were a tag team for a long oh, time yeah. and a um, huge fan of Dutch. So you'll be well taken care of. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of good ideas and, and, and lots of good minds working in that match. So oh, yeah. should be good. We got some good stuff. What else you got in the future? What are you doing? Uh, anything on the horizon right now? Uh, I got, I got um,
2: that UWO
0: show Okay. a week from the day. What are you doing there? in
2: Oklahoma City uh, wrestling Sam for the WFC championship. Oh, my goodness. That's so, a yeah. big-time match. Yeah, for yeah. sure. A week from now, I could be Tommy Three Bills. The, oh, my yeah. God.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so current BPW uh, Lion's Heart champion. Yep. Um, tomorrow, potentially, the WFC Tag Team champion. And and then, uh, and then possibly the WFC heavyweight be. champion. Woo. could yeah. be. I'll, I could be the top tag team and the top just babyface. Yeah, it could fucking could be. It all at once. Could very well be. Yeah. take then, Tommy Dean's taken over.
2: Yeah. So got that. We got BPW again the next day, and then uh, WFC on the twenty first. Um, yeah. That's kind of like all I've got planned for right now. Right. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm always going to be there for WFC. Right. Um. I'm going to go down to one BPW date probably. Yeah. I, I mean, at least um definitely in May I'll go down to one. Okay. If I if I have the title, I'll try to commit as many days as possible cuz right on. I'm, I'm loyal with it, but um but yeah, that's kind of it so far.
0: Awesome, man. Hell yeah. Um speaking of May, um uh you you'll have to remind me. Um, are are you exclusive yet? I am. You exclusive. are exclusive. I'm exclusive with with with, uh, with Reedsky. The only two people that couldn't get Oh, that's their right. Own <laughs> <products>. <laughs> they used the most awkward Photo. I forgot because I ripped on that. So that's right. Yeah. So I don't know why they did that because they could have easily fixed that by going either way. Like either you have all the tag teams as one single uh, exclusive announcement or you split them all up. But instead, you know, I see Slice and I see Kill and I see whoever else. I see Cruz and yeah. You know, they get their own separate... Photos and then boom, you've got the chase. You've got you and Reed fucking together, and I'm. <laughs>
2: and it was like it was the one picture we took. Yeah. That was just a complete joke. Right.
0: Picture. Of course. It I'm was. starting to
2: regret that because, like, I think like a week before that too, like WFC magazines came out, and so, they had me doing some stupid pose yeah. in the magazine. And- so here's
0: the here's the thing that I've definitely learned, and that is when you're taking these photos and stuff you know, like you have to, I, like a lot of times lately, like for stuff like OKX and whatnot, I have taken my own photos at home and sent them in because I know that if I give them photos that I don't approve of, they will fucking end up using them. And it drives me fucking crazy because they, they always, and I'm not, this is not an OKX thing. This is oh, an yeah. every, so, so I saw the it's not even, I don't even think it's out yet. It will be by the time this podcast dropped. but I saw the match graphic for John Luke two. I saw it today. It, it's, it's, it's ready to go. I don't know when it's going to drop. Um, but, uh, and I'm looking at it and I'm like, I took 20 fucking good photos and they fucking use that goddamn photo. God damn it. But you know, that's, that's me, man. That's just, that's, that's, that's all of us. I'm sure. But like to a certain degree, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm very picky now as far as like when I'm taking photos and uh the photographer goes okay let's do a different pose i'm like no this is the pose that i like and that i want on all my flyers so yeah, yeah. like i'm very particular about that now so anyway it, it is what it is yeah though. i'm not even mad at the photos no like, i just no, laugh at no. them it's like,
2: very it's funny. funny
0: it's, it's funny that it gives me material to yeah, shit yeah. talk and stuff so <laughs> so I'm, I'm very much looking forward to uh to okx which i guess at, at this point i'm i'm uh i'm Defending the UWE title In a scramble match Is, is what it that's, that's where I'm at right now, right now man That's where yeah. I'm at Right now That's you all right i say on, About that You but, and Scraggy so far That's right we'll see what I'm gonna whoop His fucking Russian ass right on. I'm gonna fucking Bear yeah, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna Bear him But uh, I'm gonna bury him But uh Anyway man Well that's uh I guess that's wrestling Uh What else you got Going on in your life You do anything uh, else
2: I mean you, I do I, I work I, I work at a movie theater but Work like, at a movie yeah, theater I
0: mean I'm, I'm kind of
2: like Watch a lot sort of movies there I do, I do. Um, I'm we'll usually see. kind of private though, like okay. about my
0: personal life. Like, I read a lot of books. So I keep to myself. I've lot. seen you reading your books and stuff. That's yeah. good. That's good. What kind of books you like? What do you read? Um, well, I'm, I'm breaking you out of your fucking private life right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I read a lot as well. I read yeah. a lot. So I read a lot of. I read a lot of everything. I love. I love a lot of horror novels. I love a lot of high fantasy novels. Um, uh, I like sci-fi shit. Um, so like I'm reading, uh, you know, and it's shit that no one will fucking recognize, but, uh, I'm reading, um, uh, the author's name is Will White. And, um, I'm reading the fucking cradle saga right now. And it's like a high fantasy fucking Kung Fu, but it also has some goddamn space travel shit in it. So like, it's all over the fucking place. So what are you reading right now? Well,
2: so, uh, right now I'm currently reading a book called kingdom, the kingdom of back. It's uh, a, okay. the main character is the sister of Mozart. All right. And when I bought the book, I had no idea what the book was about right, right, at right. all. I just, uh, it was my favorite author. Okay. She, it released like just a few days ago. Yeah. I read every book she wrote last year. Yeah. Yeah. she written, written. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then, um, i was reading a a series called throne of glass it's an eight book series i finished the sixth book Mm -hmm. the day that um this book came out nice so i paused that series to jump onto this one yeah yep right on she's like i just like the way she writes is just absolutely appeals to me more so
0: absolutely hey i'm I'm the same way man i've got my favorite authors and i fucking i'll just read anything they put out because because it is what it is like they they write my style they 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 talk to me they speak to me so i gotta stick with them but uh Right on. So, what's what's a what's a good movie you saw recently? Anything particular? Uh, I saw Onward uh, yesterday. Onward. I don't know what the fuck it, that is. It's uh, it's got Chris Pratt, Tom Holland. Okay. Um,
2: I I mean comedy, I, was, I guess. Yeah, it's it's an animated comedy movie. Oh. I was just, I was working and just had a period of time where I didn't really have Oh, to do is that anything, the one so.
0: with the with the it's got magic and shit in yeah, it? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I, I think I yeah, saw a trailer, yeah. I
2: watched it and I, I'm going to take my son to see it probably. Nice. That's what like I just had nothing to do while I was on the clock so I just went and watched the movie. Right, right, right. Um I, I saw it in The Invisible Man last week. Ah, yeah, I really want to see it. i That very, was that was really good. Yeah, uh, I very 99.
0: much very much want to see that. Yeah. My our theater here in town is fucking closed right now cuz they're remodeling it. So like I I don't get to see shit right now. I I missed I missed um the Invisible Man, I missed, and I missed uh, Underwater was another movie I wanted to watch. Um, I will watch. I've, I've gone on record of saying this before. I will watch anything that's about monsters in the fucking ocean. I'm there. I don't give a shit if it's garbage. I'm yeah. there for it every time. I'm so. there.
2: I'm, not, I'm like that when it just comes to straight horror movies. Yeah, I'm yeah, a yeah. Big horror movie buff. I've Absolutely. Seen, I've seen just about every horror movie uh, that's come out so far, Absolutely. except for uh, The Boy. 2. I need to go see that. So. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm your, I'm your man on horror. What's your favorite horror movie of all time? Number just one fucking the Man. first one that comes out to mind as being one of your favorites
2: probably it the the,
0: the, new, the newer the, it the 2000 I think
2: was it 17 one
0: so chapter one chapter one, one. really chapter one was really good hey you know I would say it's an odd choice for. Of all time and, But I mean, yeah. It is a great fucking movie I'm, I'm a super fan Of both of those um, The first one is better Than the second one To me as Absolutely. well So, so But uh, yeah That first It is fucking stellar I also
2: was a really f- A big fan of uh, was it 2006 Black Christmas I think. Oh, was, Yeah 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 It's a good fucking yeah, movie That I, movie gets slept now on so. That movie's
0: slept on a I lot those like It's a good choice. ass movie yeah. yeah yeah That's good Those are good choices As far as not being You know the standard Cause like me I, I'm throwing out Evil Dead or The Thing Like every time Those are my favorites but, I
2: like I like The Thing mm. uh, John Carpenter's yeah, Not yeah. too
0: big on the prequel Oh, no, the Prickles Prickles Trash. Um, Prickles Dookie. Yeah, it's it's not that great. For me. Yeah, yeah, no. The the original though is, is not only my favorite horror movie, but potentially my favorite movie of all time, so yeah, I, right I just on. absolutely love it. Right on. But uh yeah, I'm a I'm a horror movie guy as well. I uh, I watched uh, let's see, let me see. I watched a movie uh, two nights ago. What the fuck was it called? I I so lately I've been I I I'm usually up pretty late. My wife goes to bed. I have nothing to do. So I will just go on Amazon prime and just find something. I watched a movie called the boat. That's what it's called. It's called the boat. And it's about a group of friends that go out sailing and they run into like a crazy storm, their boat capsizes and they're, they're stuck like on top of it. Like they're they're you know, it's upside down floating and they're on top of it now. And they're getting destroyed by the sun. Of course they're in the middle of the ocean. And then out of nowhere comes a huge, like cruise liner ship, and they fucking get up to it, and they climb a ladder up the side of it uh, to get on it, and it's completely empty. There's nobody on it, and then shit goes down. So oh, it's it's a, it's a crazy, you know, it's a, I, I won't even, I mean, I won't even get into, like, the spoiler, but it's very, it's very much, like, it's a great crazy movie. It's got some awesome effects. Um, I really enjoyed it. I've never heard of it in my life. I just randomly saw it, and, I, and I, it kind of fit my bill of, like, well, it's in the water, and it's weird, so let me watch it. And because uh, 'cause I'm super scared of the fucking water, so like I, I uh I have to watch anything like that. But um I then uh last night I started watching a movie that I have been dying to see. I mean it's very new, it's this year. Um uh, but it's uh uh The Color Out of Space with Nicholas Cage. And uh
2: oh, yeah, I saw you post about that. Came
0: out this year. Um I think it had like a very limited theatrical release, but it, it's very like not like a major motion picture. It's a great, cause I I didn't, I didn't hear about it until I saw your post. So I, uh, I was super excited to see it on there. I I paid to rent it and, um, I I got about halfway through it. I fell asleep, nothing to do with the movie. It was fucking late and I just fell asleep. So I'll finish it tonight. I can't wait. What I saw so far was fucking awesome. Nick Cage is the dad and he's got his kids. So the color out of space is a HP Lovecraft story. And I'm a huge HP Lovecraft fan. Um, Cthulhu, Dagon, Fucking symbol I draw in my hand. All that shit. All H.P. Lovecraft. And um, this is a movie based on one of his short stories. There's been multiple movies about this. Um, There's been another movie called Color Out of Space. Uh, There was a a story in Creepshow. The one that stars Stephen King where all the funky moss and shit grows all over him. That is based on the Color Out of Space. Um, Annihilation with Natalie Portman. That's based on the Color Out of Space. Um, And it's essentially about... fucking meteorite that is all beautiful and colorful and falls out of the sky hits the ground and causes all kinds of funky shit to happen so uh, yeah very interesting Nick Cage is in it um it's yeah yeah I do too I like I like modern Nick Cage now like Nick Cage has always been a part of my life like I was a huge like Con Air and Face Off fan like when I was a kid and I know like there's National Treasure and stuff I really
2: like the knowing
0: yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. that's, that's, that's note that get going talked about a lot. And but and the yeah. one
2: where he sees, like, Two Minutes into the Future too is really good. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But uh, Nick Cage, like, modern Nick Cage, who did, like, Mandy, and now he's doing uh, Color Out of Space. Like That was
2: uh, one I couldn't get into. I, I watched Mandy and I couldn't get so into it. So it's an
0: acquired taste, for yeah, sure. I I, that. I, I'll tell you, I really enjoyed it, but it's not a movie that I would, like, ever watch again, I don't think. Yeah. Like, I don't know that I'd ever watch it again. I mean,
2: the second half was, it was entertaining to watch. Yeah, much, yeah. But, like, just the first half, I was just...
0: That movie is, is tough for me uh, because it's of the director who also directed a movie called that I've talked about on here extensively called Beyond the Black Rainbow. The biggest oh, piece of dog shit Anthony. in the history of time. <laughs> Quote me on that. I still need um, to that. It's, it's, I, I didn't like it, but... Um, uh, it's, uh, it's Mandy's directed by the same guy. Mandy's very enjoyable to me for one viewing and then I'm done, but, uh, it has enough of that beyond the black rainbow taste to where I'm like, yeah, I'm never watching this again. <laughs> so anyway, um, Colorado space, I don't remember who it's directed by, not the same guy, but it, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of got that vibe though, to where it's, it's, it's weird from the beginning, but normal. But you can tell it's about to get fucking crazy. So, like, when I fell asleep when I was getting tired last night, I was like, this shit's about to get wild. I saw a little creature. I'm going to pause it. I'm going to hit it tomorrow. Like, I, I can't wait to finish that movie. So, I will do that tonight. But, uh, yeah, man, any, uh, let's see, what else is there? Any upcoming movies you're looking forward to? I'm trying to think if there's one that A uh, Quiet Place to. 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: That's good. Hell, oh, yeah. This week, uh, Bloodshot comes out. Bloodshot I'd like and, to watch. Uh, the Hunt got it was supposed to come out in, like, November. Yeah. It got canceled because of the politicalness that was going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. School yeah. shootings and stuff.
0: I saw, I saw a trailer for The Hunt uh, earlier today, I think, and I, I was – I think it was on my radar, but I hadn't really paid attention to it, and it looked – yeah, it looked very interesting. It looked, yeah,
2: it looks interesting to me. I'm yeah, it, it looked watch very, it, very interesting.
0: Um, yeah, Bloodshot, Oh, Vin Diesel's in that. I did I, not mean, I seen the trailer for that. I've just seen like a little gif of his face coming off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On. Like, I'm, I'm, I, I'm hooked. I saw the, uh, I saw the trailer for that. And, uh, the one thing I thought of, here's a weird, I mean, this is just, this is. This fits great for our podcast, but like, I'm just like, I, I remember, so I used to work at a grocery store and I used to spend hours with one guy cause we worked in one, in like the meat department together in one room for like eight hours. And we just talk about bullshit and, uh, like we would, we would sit there and be like, uh. What superpower would you want if you had a superpower? And, and, like, I was like, oh, you know, I want fucking, like, uh, I want, like, electricity. Like, I want to fucking be able to, like, like, the video game Infamous. Like, I want to fucking be able to do all this electricity stuff. And, and uh, he was like, <laughs> I remember the guy goes, you know? I'd like to be like that Magneto guy, but instead of metal, I control blood. <laughs> and I was just like, "What the fuck?" Let's but then, but then we just started fucking spinning, like just talking about blood and and like like uh, like controlling people's blood and shit. And then I saw that trailer for Blood Bloodshot, and I was like. What the fuck? This is this is the superhero that he created right here, more or less. He just watched the chair. Yeah, the yeah, table. for sure, right? I mean, this was this was a decade ago, but still, it was it was interesting. So I'll I'll go see that. I like Vin Diesel, so I'll check that movie yeah. out. I like it weird. Just, I just like I've just seen the gift. Yeah, so it just ways. it looks weird. I'll, like, I'm game. I like yeah.
2: avoiding trailers half the time. Absolutely, I do too.
0: I'm I'm very much yeah. like to go in cold. Um, there's a lot that I can't, a lot that I, I I can't help myself. I'll watch maybe the first teaser and then I'll stay off of it. If it's a movie that I know for hundred percent fact, I'm going to see then there's no need for me to look for trailers because I know yep. I'm gonna see it. They've already got my money. So like that's what I'm
2: gonna do with a yeah. quiet place too. Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen a
0: single trailer for Absolutely. It. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. i I I I saw the trailer for it, I think like before I even realized what was going on. I remember like I was watching it and it shows the wife and uh and I was just like, why do I recognize her? Like what what is it? This looks familiar. And when I realized what it was a trailer for, I was like, oh this is dope. Like I, I heard they were gonna make this so I'm very much looking forward to that as well. Yeah. Um I can't really think of anything else off the top of my head I'm looking forward to. But uh, uh
2: I'm looking forward to Milan. It's not a horror okay. movie. Okay. Like, yeah. I mean that's my favorite Disney like That's movie my wife's up, favorite so. Disney
0: movie of all time. So, so my, I'm looking forward to my, it. My my wife's looking forward to that as well, so I'll probably have to go see that. I'm 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 fine. I'm fine with seeing that, no problem. I like uh kung fu and shit, so
2: Yeah, and it's gonna be like more of a there's, there's, like,
0: there's no music okay so thank god because yeah. I was about to say like my wife tried to make me watch Aladdin the other day and uh, I wanted to smash my fucking face into the ground I was like I, I, actually, oh actually I was just like hey I'm not gonna watch this <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm just like I was just like you know like I didn't, I didn't mind lot, it man. got to the first song and I looked at her and I was like Ugh. and then you know it kept going it got to the second song and I was like you know what I'm out like, I'll see you later. <laughs> I just I just
2: love Will Smith. Man. Yeah. I hated
0: him, but I, I loved him. Oh, I, I didn't, that didn't bother me at Everybody all. Everybody hates him because he's got, like, 18 movies coming out. Oh, no, like, I, I, I thought you were about to say because he's, he's got $18 billion. <laughs> like, that's why people hate him. That's I don't too, have any yeah. problem with Will Smith. Oh, uh, no, he's great. I was a huge um, Men in Black fan, a huge... Independence Day yeah. fan as a kid. So. I loved them in the Gemini Man that came out. Last oh yeah, year. I never saw that. No one like a that. lot of people didn't see Nobody it. saw it. Like, it yeah. perf-
2: like underperformed for like twenty five million under,
0: under I mean, its budget. So. I'd be interested to see that. Yeah, it was dope. Might be an Amazon Prime watch for me in the future, but uh, um, yeah, right on. Hell yeah. Um, what else you do? You play video games or anything? Ah, uh,
2: man, I played last night for like the first Did time in, like, nine months. Oh really? okay. Like, okay. I don't know, I don't know. I have terrible luck with PlayStations. Like. Uh. like I don't know, maybe I just play them too much when right, I have them, right, right, like
0: right. they'll fry on me. No, no, yeah. But, so
2: for the last 9 months, I just didn't replace it and I that's kind of like where I just started focusing more on my health, I guess. Ah, that's that's good. Where I, That's why where I really started losing weight really well, fast. And, yeah, uh, yeah,
0: you've definitely gotten in pretty good shape, man. I dig it. I did yeah. keep going. Keep going for yeah. sure. Uh-huh. I uh I'm a I'm a big video game guy and uh I've been kind of in a drought lately. I feel it's just kind of that time of year, I guess, but the uh there's a Final Fantasy 7 remake coming out next month. I'm going to play. So I'm looking forward to that, but uh other than that, not a ton this year. Yeah, like, to. I'm not...
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm playing the, the Horizon Zero Dawn right now. Okay. It came out a few years ago. Yep, yep I'm just yep. a little late to it. I never played it yet. Um, looked good. I'm a big Call of Duty fan. Okay. I love the Black Ops games. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I mean, that's kind of it right now. Um,
0: well, let's talk about the... Uh, so, the gym. How often are you hitting the gym nowadays? Um, I try to... I, so I work out more at my house than I do the okay, gym. Okay, okay. Just for the simple well, part, I like, mean, yeah, you know,
2: I'm a single dad. I don't have a babysitter. I mean, I you know, so same I'll, way. I'll, I'll get my kid and I'll use him as like dumbbells or something. Ah, there you go. So I, I'll work out in my house about four times a week. And then I try to hit the gym at least once a week. Right, Sometimes right. I'll two or three times. I'll go sure, sure. If you Nothing I'm wrong with babysitter. working out at
0: home. That's what I did yeah, yeah, last year to get in the good shape so, that I got in. Yeah, so. I'm
2: getting, I'm getting uh, a lot of exercise. I mean, I'm not going to say like this week or these last few weeks. Because uh, mm-hmm. I've been dealing with a couple issues with my shoulder and my bicep. Yeah. But, um, but, uh, but like usually if i'm if I'm like healthy, I'm not sick, and I'll have like fucking gapes in my neck, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, in, yeah, I'm in the gym you know one to three times a week, right, and I'm working out at home four times a week,
0: right, 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 well good, hell, yeah, man, keep it up, man, consistency pays off, man. But that that's fucking that's the that's the mantra uh. Being uh, motivated is, is worthless, and being consistent is everything. So you got it, man. You can tell. I can tell when I look at you and, you know, anyone that puts in the time and effort, I can tell when they're actually doing it. So it's good. I appreciate the effort for sure. It makes me want to get in the ring and wrestle you, you know what I mean? So, and I did. Yeah. So there you go. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Well, uh, what else you got, man? You got any more dream opponents? You got any more, uh, I know you said you oh, wanted to travel. Is there anyone out there you're looking to face? or are you just trying to get your yourself out there some more, I I guess? mean,
2: I've only met him once. I don't think I've really even spoken to him, but, uh-huh. uh, Isaiah James. Okay. I've uh, Down in there in Texas. He looks really dope. And yeah, yeah. Really, really good, really clean. Right on. Uh, so I'm, I'm interested in that, uh, I want to wrestle Wes just again. Yeah. Because he, every time I wrestle him, he involves. Yeah. So, like, I want to wrestle this new version of Wes yeah, 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 again. Yeah. Um. So there's another dude down there in Npx. I don't remember his mm-hmm. name. He's like the Dave Sagan, I think, or is that what it is? Uh, Dave Sagan. I think sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 looks really dope down there. The like so. Right on. But no, like, but like, just the one that there's no really, really one person that sticks out. Sure, sure. I just want to.
0: Well, I was going to say, it's it's more like, yeah, exactly. And you never know who you may encounter that you'll be like, holy shit, like I click with this guy like really well. And you may end up having a, a, you know, a a new, a new rival or something. So I mean, oh, yeah, there's Barrett Brown, I guess I should. Oh, Barrett Brown. Oh, BB. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I should add my name to the list of a thousand people.
0: No shit. Right. Absolutely. Well, I got lucky enough that he came after me, I guess, I guess, as, as everybody seems to want to bother me with matches and shit, but yeah, it is what it is. Right now, I've got, what do I got? I got Luke Langley in two weeks, yep. and um, that's really it, you OKX. Demetriad, at OKX. I got Dimitri at OKX, and whoever else gets tossed into that scramble match, but uh, um, we'll see. But, uh, well, you and I have a seminar to go to pretty yeah. soon, my friend, so... Yeah. It's, uh, four o'clock. We're supposed to be there at four thirty, and, uh, we don't even know if there's a fucking ring up yet. So I saw the trailer drive by did but you?
2: and it had no pieces on it. So
0: oh, I, don't know. No. I don't know what happened. Oh no, <laughs> it probably <laughs> fell off on the highway. Uh, all right. Well, Tommy, thanks for joining us or joining me. I guess, uh, Alex, I'm sorry. Alex, uh, by the way, by the way, I don't know why, how did I, we'll say, we'll do this at the end because I don't know how I just skipped over it at the beginning. You want to know why Alex isn't here? Because he's on a fucking cruise ship in Cozumel right now. So don't you ever let that motherfucker talk me down when I say that he's the Oklahoma million dollar man. This bitch is on a cruise in Cozumel. He's sending me pictures of him fucking like... Like wearing a goddamn grass skirt at the bar, like on on the beach in front of a fucking like live band, while while a, a fucking coconut bikini lady fucking brings him drinks, and his wife is off on the scooter behind some oiled Brazilian. Like, <laughs> fuck, man, that's fucking. That's oh, anyway. Man. What can you offer? I can sit in a parking lot, go in here and sweat my ass off in a goddamn seminar. And uh, fucking talk with Tommy Dean as he bleeds on my car head, my headrest. That's what, heads, head That's what do a Tommy pain offers. Job. Do a pain job on your car, seats. Alex. Alex, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need a raise, man. All right, <laughs> peace out.